1111. I've been seeing that a lot lately. And you heard on the YouTube, a lot of YouTube videos talk about how that means something. Mm -hmm. Do you guys think it means something? It's 1111. No. It's a time. No, but do you think it means something special? No. But why? If it was special, it would happen. Well, for one, it's just an arbitrary number. It isn't. It looks real specific and different, and it's all ones. So it's. I mean, it. It's a pattern, mm-hmm. but, you know. So if you, like, this is the argument. Right. I don't think it's an argument, but it's a thing. <laughs> so you don't look at the clock for a long time, and yeah. then you look at it, and it's 11-11. Yeah. And you don't look at the clock for a long time, and you look at it, and it's 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Yeah. Then you don't look at the clock for a long time, and it's 12-12. Or it's, like, turning 12-12. 12-11, 12-12. That's happened to me a ton, and the idea on the YouTube is that, on YouTube... This one channel, right. but it's like a special sign from yeah, somewhere maybe in the universe. God is trying to tell you that you're a clock, and you <laughs> are like maintaining the time. Right. So it's like, oh shit! I better look at the clock so that it can turn to you know, twelve twelve. That is whatever. not where I thought you were going with it, but interesting. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. if you don't look at the clock, then it doesn't change at all. Right. So you maintain time. You're the time master. So I think, I'm a clock. I. I think so. This will be the I, clip on YouTube that says, Adam proves that I'm a clock. I mean, something like that. I Wait, but then the, all the other people who see this and have the same phenomenon as me is, are also clocks. Well. Shelly's disagreeing They might wildly. be you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Thoughts on the weird number thing or nothing? When we were kids, it meant that you were supposed to make that amount of wishes. So if it was 222, you made two wishes. Oh. So it was a luck It's a luck thing. thing. Yeah. So that's a good thing to have then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're made of luck, like a unicorn. <laughs> made of luck. That's where I was going. That's what we. That's the. <laughs> that's the quote. There you go. Everybody's made of luck. Hey, Shelly Bailey and Adam Lang are here today. Hey. Hi. Hey, y'all. Hi. Uh, so Adam, we all know from uh, been on the show before. He does uh, funny things, and he's an all-around funny guy. Yes. That's what I like saying. Am I wrong? No. That's my thing. <laughs> that's that's just like I'm all-around funny guy. And Shelly I met through uh, Comedy in Seattle, which is a production she does of stand-up and different shows here in Seattle. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What That was a show at a, a brewery. That was a show at a brewery on Valentine's Day. Oh, my goodness, it was. Yes. <laughs> that was one of the best we places to be. We met on Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How oh. special. <laughs> that is really cool, though, because I, um, I just love different venues for stand-up. And my first stand-up show ever was a brewery. Really? I just remembered that. Huh. Yeah, in West Seattle. That's the I think the most common place for shows now is distilleries and breweries. Really? Yep. Hmm. Ooh, it's a trend. I guess I mean they have a lot of space. So yeah, it makes sense. And they're like not doing anything. Yeah. They're not thinking about events. They're like, we just got beer. Yeah. Yeah, and beer and comedy are perfect together. Oh, they're perfect so together. That's all you need. And if you're in Seattle, a Manny's. And uh, Manny's people? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, I'm losing on all fronts. <laughs> 11, 11, 11, guys? No? No. Okay? Manny's? No. Manny's yeah. is the best. It's... You do like it. I know. Oh, I but you like can't it have it right now. I love Manny. Oh, you like Manny, Manny the himself, guy. the yeah. guy. Yeah, he is pretty cool. Their, their company is amazing. <laughs> Wait, do you actually know Manny? Yeah. I thought you were joking. Nope. I can't tell with you. You're a funny guy. Funny guy. Um... I don't know How the super F do you well. know Manny? He was a camp counselor for a friend of mine who had uh, who had cancer when he was a kid. Uh, it was this camp called Camp Good Times, um, and 
like kids with cancer and then their siblings would go to this camp hmm. and they would just do regular camp kid stuff and it was awesome because it would be like hey you know don't pay attention to having cancer for a little while oh yeah totally and um manny and my friend bob like hit it off and uh when he passed away like 10 years later uh manny made uh thunder it's okay it's, just, <laughs> it's god he's approving of your story <laughs> thanks god uh <laughs> he made uh bob's brown ale which is like a seasonal beer that they sell every year wow and yeah that's crazy from me just saying this is why podcasting is amazing i just said that i like manny's and you yeah. gave me this beautiful story yeah beautiful I I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> let's talk about comedy for a minute before we get into some stuff that we're all into, because that's what we do. We talk about the stuff we're into, and I'm guessing Adam has at least one thing. I'm into like so much stuff. Are you? <laughs> it's crazy. Usually when I ask you, you're like, eh, not really. I just forget all the things. You're like, what's that thing? And I was like, I don't know, man. I'll remember in a couple of days. And do you remember in a couple of days? Yeah. Okay. Because I look it up <laughs> to remember. Mm-hmm. Are you into anything right now, Shelley, comedy-wise or anything, entertainment-wise? Um, I am binge-watching New Girl, if that mm. counts. Um, now, what platform is that on now? Because it used to be on television. It's on Netflix. It is on Netflix. It is. Oh, okay. All 20 seasons. I'll tell you what. 20. There's a lot. 20 there's a seasons? Lot. It's not 20. Uh, okay. There's a lot. <laughs> it just <laughs> there are threw a lot. me. <laughs> now, here's the thing with that uh, show. I think a lot of people can just pan it because of, I don't know, the style or maybe sitcom-y style of it. But it's funny writing. Yeah. It's like really funny writing. Have you ever seen the show? Yeah. I want to be in it. I want to be part of it. <laughs> I don't want to be in the show. I want to like live in the universe and be like, oh, yeah. look how quirky I am. Yeah, and, and things just work out. Roommates. Yeah. Oh, so you want to be so Jess. adorable. You do want to no, be Jess. I want, well, yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. I, I wanna, think all of us would I want to be that. Schmidt, but I, oh, I want to be like, look at how like weird and adorable I am. Look at how great I am. And everyone's like, that's just weird. You're not weird and adorable. It's just weird. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, to the audience, I'm adorable. That's, it's not a bad show. Schmidt is the only reason I watch it now. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, it became more Schmidt heavy, I think, as they went along. Which I think is genius because they were losing a lot of of the show. With I mean, Jess got really annoying after a couple seasons. Oh, right. And then they kind of brought Schmidt out yeah. more. Yeah. And Schmidt's just awesome. Yeah, he's pretty You can't right. hate Schmidt. He's like a man <laughs> You can't hate Schmidt. That should be a t-shirt. You just feel bad for him. He's just such an idiot, but he's so yeah. funny. And... It's almost like a Homer Simpson. Yeah. Right? I mean, who doesn't love Homer Simpson? Evil people. Probably, yeah. I'm going to, before, uh, so that's a great thing. New Girl, check it out on Netflix. If you like that show, um, and I've forgotten about it. I stopped a while ago because it was on television. I think that's the last right. time I watched it when I had television. But it's on Netflix now, as you say, and everybody can check it out. And binge it, which... Binging is so fun. Binging's great. Um, before we get into more things we're into, I skipped over your production company. How did you start that? Because I didn't want to know how you decided to start doing comedy and being like, I'm going to put events on for funny people. It's a really funny story. Um, it was about a year and a half ago, and I was putting on events for free for the couch surfing community. Mm. And I decided to bring a comedy element into that, having never produced comedy before. Um but I dated a comedian when I moved to Seattle 12 years ago. Ooh. I'm sorry. And I know. It was, yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I contacted him 12 years later. I said, hey, do you still do comedy? Because uh, I want to try to put shows on because I 
am an event planner and I can get people out to do things. So I it just kind of it all fit. And now I produce three shows a month in Seattle. And cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. So you were an event planner before that. It's just something you love yeah. doing is putting yeah. on stuff mm-hmm. and seeing the final product. We were talking before the podcast about that, like how it's just like you see this vision and then it comes true and everyone's having a good time. Yeah, when you get like 100 people out to the thing that you created, um, it's really cool. You feel like yeah. I'm just, I feel proud. And I, but like I was telling you, I like to be in the background. I like to produce stuff. I like to put things together. I don't like to be like, on camera. Spot, like, or yeah, on like podcast, this. Just, yeah. Super anxious right now. Yeah. No, no, this is the worst. In the background, <laughs> you're doing great. Silently in the background, being like, "Look at all these people." Yeah, yeah. I did, did it. Here's the, <laughs> exactly. That's the creepy way to do it, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, thousands of people will probably hear this podcast, but don't worry about it. I'm not Millions. worried at all. <laughs> just said that. No, thank you so much for being here, uh, specifically because you don't normally do that. So we appreciate it. Um, I have a feeling we're going to talk about a lot of fun comedy stuff, though. So we're glad to have you. Uh, let's talk about another thing that someone's into, and that might be Adam Lang. Um, did I last time? I didn't talk about the Steven Seagal thing, did I? That mm-hmm. was just a. You talked was, to me about it, but that was just it was a off personal podcast? conversation. Oh. Yeah, you can tell the podcast about okay, that. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I've deemed that worthy. All right, Steven Seagal produced the short version. Okay, <laughs> there is a television show. Got it. That just came out. That just became available on Netflix. There you go. Netflix and it again. Is, uh, Steven Seagal's show that he made in like 2011. Um, he is the main actor. He wrote it, and he's an executive producer. Uh, it's based in Seattle. Crazy, which is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, I think it's called. What you don't True know the name Justice. of it? <laughs> That's the first thing you need to know. I would look it up. True Justice. It's either True Justice or True Crime. Uh, There's a million True Crimes. Mm-hmm. True Justice True TV Justice. series. Uh, yes, it's True Justice. It is. It is. It's a chore to watch. It's really hard to watch. You're not selling but... me on it so far. You said Steven Seagal, main person. Producing writing, it is, it is so hilarious. Like, so they're undercover cops, and they're consistently like, "Hey, uh, just doing undercover stuff." And they're like, "What?" They're like, I mean, we're cops. I'll, yeah, hey, give us. You're under arrest, <laughs> like right away. So they're bad. It's they're bad acting and seemingly well. Terrible. But this is how the show is written. So it's like supposed to be. So they're supposed to be badasses. It's supposed to seem like oh, they're right. like, oh, look at how badass these guys are. But they'll just like go into places. Uh, like there's a scene where they go into a strip club where everyone is smoking and drinking, which is very strange to me. Weird. Not a Washington thing. Not here. Um, so they not go that in... we would know. But... Right. <laughs> uh, so they go into the strip club, and uh, there's a bouncer there, and. <laughs> They just tell him, hey, like, can we talk to your boss? And he's like, no, I'm a bouncer. I kick people out. And they're like, okay, well, then we're cops. And he's like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, what? This sounds like a terrible, terrible series. Oh, it is. it is. But it's you're hate-watching it kind of in a way? Amazingly awful. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is hilarious. The first bad guy that you're introduced to is, is uh, Cajun. His name is Cajun. No, no, he is a Cajun fellow in Seattle. Oh, I think the that's idea weird. Is supposed and to, he's supposed to be a, 
supposed to have been displaced by Hurricane Katrina, but it's just very <laughs> off-putting that you're like, how technical. So he's yeah a Cajun guy in Seattle. By the way, is Cajun a thing? Like, can you be Cajun? I don't know if that's right. <laughs> I don't want to be offensive, but I also am confused if if you if that's just something we like. Are you like country? You know, people can say, yeah, I'm country. I'm Cajun. Like he has a Cajun accent, and he yeah. refers to himself as Cajun. And now we say it enough times, it sounds like a weird word. Yeah. Okay, so this series came out 2010. By the way, <laughs> oh, I just okay. noticed. Wow. I was so off. So you're by watching. A, I was off by a year. <laughs> you're watching the past. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah, by the way is very, still fun to do. It's very clearly a, a long forgotten show. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to forget it right now. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> but I think it brings up a good topic, is this idea of comedy being so bad that it's funny. Is there something that you've watched, uh, Shelley, that, that's like that, where you can still get through it because you're like, this is terrible, but now I'm laughing? Because I feel like oh, I don't yeah. do that. Most shows that I watch. Um, like Oh, snap. <laughs> I know. Uh, the Office, Parks and Rec. Um, Whoa. All great shows, but yeah. like... I don't know. It's not like... Yeah, but those are intentionally cringy. Yeah. Yeah, they try to be cringy, I think, the, all the time. Yeah. Ooh, In I, this case... They're nonstop cringy. These guys the, aren't trying yeah, to be cringy. This is yeah. just beautiful art that's like crafted in such a way that it is. It's, well, it's, some might call it art. It is very <laughs> viewable. Okay. Well, I'm going to check it out either way. You should. And the internet and the Netflix, I mean the Netflix, our Netflix audience should definitely check it out. Yes. Man, we're not on there yet. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. We'll check it out. Don't worry. Adam, we'll check it out. Calm down. All right. (laughs) You don't have an answer, you think, of uh, another crappy one? Where it's like, this is so bad, but I'm still laughing at it. Um... If not, we can come back to it. Come back to it, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to bring up a thing real quick. White Rabbit is an independent film that I think everybody should check out. And there's a woman by the name of Vivian Bang who put it together. I think she wrote wrote and directed it. And the description is a dramatic comedy following a Korean-American performance artist who struggles to be authentic and heard, seen through her multiple identities in modern Los Angeles. The trailer's awesome. She's on the streets, like, just screaming, doing performance art stuff, and trying to get herself across, basically trying to show herself to the world in this kind of, you know, street way. And it's really about trying to make it and uh, entertainers trying to, you know, be loved and be accepted and get somewhere with their art and connect with people. So you should check out uh, the trailer, which is, it's called White Rabbit. And do White Rabbit 2018 because I think there's another White Rabbit. But I bring it up because it's kind of interesting where um, she has to do that. And she says at some point in the movie, in the trailer, that she has to do all this stuff, create and produce or she'll just like, scream or blow up or die, you know? It sounds really depressing. Right, but doesn't it sound familiar? Because it does to yeah, me. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. why it sounds more depressing. <laughs> Which is why we're going into it right now. <laughs> and it's the main topic of the show, surprise. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I bring it up for both of you to talk about because, you know, Shelly produces stuff. We create things on stage sometimes. Um, but I, I have to do it. I do this podcast. I have to do it. I'm doing another one tomorrow. It's just something I have to do. Yet at the same time, the problem is, is I don't know if a lot of us are happy. So discuss. Like, how, like how oh, do we get happy from... I'm happy. You're happy? I'm happy. F- I'm, my art makes me happy for sure. Right. But I think the idea is that, like, do other people take joy from my art 
And I think the question there, that's where, like, wherein lies this whole thing is because we're, we're trying to, like, um, like, oh, yeah, it's fun to make art while you're doing it. But right. if you make it and and people like it... No one cares. You can... Right, like, maybe... But if people do care, you can, like, take enjoyment out of that yeah. and be like... But that's momentarily. That doesn't right. fade so fast. But like, Shelly does a show, and, like, after that show, are you still feeling the good vibes? Yeah. You are. I am. Yeah. The next day and the, the day after. Um, but I'm usually hungover the day after, so it, <laughs> it goes away quickly. Okay. Um, in that sense. But, no, it's... When I, like, sell a room out, 75 people, especially on a hot sunny day in Seattle, like, it's, yeah, I feel really good about it for a while. Yeah. yeah. So, like you're saying, it's just, so, it fills you up for a minute. What I'm saying is that if you do something and it's successful, then you're going to feel good for longer. But if you do something right. and, like, most most artists are just doing art and it's not, like, oh, like, people, people aren't consuming it. They don't care. Right. So you're just, like... Ah, look at it! Look at this thing I did. Yeah, people are like, "Oh, that's awful." <laughs> well, that's like, even worse. Oh, than not, yeah. not knowing about it versus them actually actively being like, "No, it's terrible." Right. That's well, even. I, I think that like, like that that is our our like intent and response is like say a thing. Right. Say you love it or you hate it. Oh, do not but say if anything. People like just. That is Ignore by it. the worst. I, every time you know, I've done YouTube stuff. I've done a lot of different shows for different companies. Um, if you like search my name on YouTube, it's not my own stuff. Usually, it's for other companies. And every company would be like, "Okay, here's how we're going to deem if this is good or not. Mm-hmm. If a ton of people like it, cool. If a ton of people hate it, cool. You know, we're still going to do the series. If no one cares, we'll, we're, it stops. Mm-hmm. So that's the worst. If they just don't even care, right. because then like, then you're then you're like entertaining into a void yeah and that hurts yeah i i mean like i think a lot of people are going for the the yay positive things but there's also like something to be said about people who are like kind of like shitty shock comedians and like that's why they do it is because they're like i want that attention oh right and they'll do like uh like fake pranks or real pranks whatever yeah um and be like like Logan Paul or whoever, Ugh. like yeah. See, it, yeah, no, yeah. You you're gonna def- get you're gonna get very few like positive. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, say say that again. Say that again. Say his name again. Logan Paul. Uh, who's that? <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> Take that, Logan Paul. Yeah. Well, you're gonna you're gonna get very few like um, positive uh, responses from that. But that's not what he's going. He doesn't yeah, care. I know. That's it's that's he's part of what's wrong with the world, but we can get into that later. <laughs> hey, do you know about the the Logan Paul stuff on the I YouTube? Don't. Okay, it's better you don't. Yeah, See, if you, you don't. were thirteen, no you would know so <laughs> much nice. about him or us. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's good. It's like you basically just gave him a dig because yeah. she didn't yeah, have no idea. Who he yeah, is. good. Well, okay. So it seems like yeah. I just wanted to touch on that because I definitely. And I know a lot of people listening who do everything. I mean, you do like YouTube videos. It's the same thing as being on stage sometimes. It's like you do something, you put it out into the world, and you hope that someone cares. Um, a good movie, which I haven't mentioned on the podcast, I don't think, is Eighth Grade. Uh, Bo Burnham. Uh, is it Bo Burnham? Yes, it's yeah. Bo Burnham. He produced, directed this um, movie, and it's incredible. And he basically found uh, a young actress who's nerdy anyhow, 
and she like makes these YouTube videos and can't fit into eighth grade and is you're struggling and stuff like that. It's very, very realistic and it's amazing. It's a really good film. But it also speaks to this idea of she wants these views on her YouTube video and you know, she has like a few views and she still keeps doing it. You know, and it's just mm-hmm. adorable and heartbreaking to see, you know, it's ten views and she's like, All right, see you later. I hope I help you next time. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, she helped nine people probably. Wow. But then again, some yeah. of these videos so far. Yeah, I haven't I haven't Same. seen the movie yet, but I saw an to. interview with Bo Burnham about it, mm-hmm. um, and it's really fascinating. Like his, he's like, he's just a really like genius dude. I like, think he might be. Have you seen his specials on Shelley? Have you seen him? I may have seen one. Okay, yeah. he does like a, like a songs and stuff. Okay, yeah. Mm. I think he's like a br- brilliant performer. Yeah, I mean, like, th- but that was how he he got big was YouTube, right? He and started then, there, yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, he's like he, basically his his ability to look into like what made eighth grade so weird or terrible mm-hmm. um, was perfect, and also like it, <laughs> he he took people f- apparently from this one school. Oh like right! That was how they cast yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the there was some like for the most part, apparently they didn't use a lot of faculty, um, so they wanted you know actors, and because uh, uh, like eighth graders are just weird. They're already crazy weirdos. Yeah. Um, and they saw this like uh, music teacher who seemed totally normal, and then had a like a three foot long rat tail and they were like yo be in the movie you're in the movie dude <laughs> um yeah that is funny and i do love when they add um real people yeah i mean they're just it's genuine i love yeah. genuine so yeah that's you can't get more genuine than rat tail yeah that's a commitment oh i'm not gonna do it hey i just thought of an eighth grade memory i'm gonna tell you real quick Ooh. just because i it just popped in my head and that's what these podcasts are about and then i have a question uh for shelly about comedy Here's my eighth grade uh, thing, which will be a separate YouTube video, I'm sure, because <laughs> it's a it's a doozy. I don't think I've ever told it on the podcast. Yay. Eighth grade, okay? I'm in eighth grade. I am um, awkward. I am also Hispanic-ish, uh, and uh, <laughs> and being Hispanic-ish in an all-white school in upstate New York, it was weirder. Okay, I had one black friend, and there was one Asian kid that we hung out with. So we were minorities, which made it harder. It doesn't always, but it did. This is the 90s. Okay, so uh, the whole setup is that it was awkward. And so all of a sudden, an uh, exchange student, not exchange, when they just come in from like a different school. Transfer? Right. Transfer. So a girl comes in, transfer. Her name's Michelle Birmingham. Never will forget that name. She's gorgeous in whatever, traditional gorgeous, you know, I'm an eighth grade kid. Oh my goodness, look at that lady. Right. Uh, which I'm sure I said lady. <laughs> When I was eighth grade. Look at that lady, guys. Hey, mister. Check out her. So a different uh, time. It was a different. It was the 40s. It was actually the 40s. Extra, extra. Look at that dame. Oh, man. I wish it was that. I wish that's what the story was. All right, guys. I was in the time machine. I went back to the 40s. So Michelle Birmingham comes in. Every All the guys are like, oh, my goodness. I, you know. Again, they sound like that. Oh, oh my, my goodness, guys. Oh hey, Jerry. <laughs> oh, I'm in, eight, I'm in eighth grade. <laughs> Listen, I'm only 45 years young, and I'm in eighth grade, and this girl, this dame. <laughs> you woo. see that lady over there? Oh, wow. my gosh. 
This is a much much better story than my story. <laughs> okay, so in real life, all the guys liked her, and so I uh, she was took my art class. I'm crying, and um, for some reason I mentioned I brought in what was it? I mentioned Crunchy Stars, which is a Swedish chef cereal. The Muppets are a thing. If you don't know what the Muppets are, young people listening, go check them out. And Crunchy Stars were the cereal made by the Swedish chef. So the Swedish chef had his own cereal. And for some reason, I mentioned it in class, art class. And she's like, oh, I love the Swedish chef, Michelle Birmingham. I got an in, right? Oh, yeah. So I go, oh, that's cool. Uh, anyways, got to go, you know. Next day, come in with the Crunchy Stars card game because it came in the fucking thing, you know? Ooh. And I was like, hey, you can have one of my cards from <laughs> Crunchy Stars. And she was like, oh, cool. Like, she didn't, like, m- like make fun of me cool. Like, she was like, oh, that's pretty neat. So then she sent me a Valentine. Back to Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. And I have, I think I still have it. And she drew on the front of it fucking the Swedish chef. Oh, my gosh. And a, in pen. And then you got married or what? No, wait, hold on. And then inside was, like, some <laughs> like some note that was pretty cool. I don't remember what it says, but something like, you're cool and I like Swedish chef, too. We should hang out sometime or whatever. Right. I'm like, what the fuck? Awkward Hispanicish guy. Yeah. Gonna maybe, you know? Never heard from her again. And then she moved. Oh, no. Oh. It's not where I thought that was going. I know. Yeah, I thought you were going to get married for sure. I'm sorry. The end of the story is all of a sudden I was like, hey, Dame, you should stay here. <laughs> we can live in my apartment. Because I already have one. Cause I'm in eighth grade. <laughs> Oh, that sounds great. I'm an eighth Wait, grade girl. Is that Michelle Birmingham? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm no. Michelle Birmingham. No. I love the Swedish chef. Oh, my mm. goodness. <laughs> Michelle just changed for me. I'm adorable. And the podcast audio just blew out. I apologize, <laughs> listeners. Okay, anyways, that's my story. It's, it doesn't have a bad ending. I should fix the ending for yeah. comedy. You should lie. <laughs> I know. Yeah. People, okay, here's my question. That's a good question. Do you think comedians should lie when they do their act? Absolutely. If it's funnier. Absolutely, she says. Yeah, because a lot of stuff that they say or that happens to them isn't that really funny. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. I've heard like comedians talk about stories, and, um, and I've heard the same stories on stage, and, you know, when they change things a little bit. When, like, your eighth grade teacher was into you and, like, was hitting on you in school. Right. That's a lie, but it's funny. Right. So that's what I should change it to. Michelle Birmingham was just a teacher. That, yeah. And she likes Swedish Chef. <laughs> yeah, and she sent you a Valentine. And... She sent me a Valentine. <laughs> that's weird for a teacher there to give it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just real quick, not to put you on the spot, but like you have hosted a bunch of shows now when it comes to comedy. Is there a performer that, you've, that you're just like really into right now that's in Seattle or in general? So many. I um, know, but let's, let's give them shout out because oh, it's a podcast. People yeah. listen to it. Well, our local comedian scene is amazing. We have so many talented people, um, younger and older. They've been doing this forever. Uh, so I think Brad Upton. Brad Upton's one of my Brad favorites. Upton, okay. He is an older gentleman. I'm still going. He travels all over the world. E-P-T-O-N? Uh, U-P. U-P-T-O-N. Okay. And he's done some of my my little cute little shows. I call them because to Brad, I mean, he fills theaters and. Oh, nice. Uh, okay, yeah, he's yeah. been on a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's been around for a long time, so he's he's great. Um, for people that have been around a while, Kermit Apio. Kermit's his name. Kermit is his name. Mm-hmm. He's a Hawaiian. Oh, dude. you know him. You know yeah. who he is. He's great. He's so. Funny. Oh, I haven't seen him. I'm yeah. excited just by his name. Kermit. Cool. And he makes some jokes about that. No, course. I'm sure. Of course. I think you had to lead with that probably every <laughs> yeah. time. It's pretty easy when your name is Kermit. Yeah, you're yeah. Hawaiian, you're a little heavy set, and you get on stage. I mean, he's Oh, he's just, sounds fun. He's great. 
I recommend him. Um, and for our younger younger folks, since they're more of our female uh, comedians, Bo Johnson. Ooh, another Bo. Bo Johnson is, yeah, do you know him? He's a, he's my host. He hosts my uh, monthly show at Batch 206. Okay. Uh, he's he's fantastic. I'm running all these down. You should. And uh, my favorite female comedian right now in Seattle is Maddie Downs. She is by far, she just has great energy about her, and um, she can really control an audience. She gets on stage, and it's just, you can't look away from her. She's fantastic. Oh, yeah. That's what you hope for when you go up there. So yeah. Good. It's funny because my show's done. I like that. They're just like, oh, I was just keep having beers. Beers. Oh, I got a manis. What, some kids on stage? I don't know. And by the way, they're also in the 40s. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel when I get up. I just get up to tell people to like turn off their cell phones and stuff, and I hate it. I feel like no one's listening to me. It's the most oh. awful feeling in the world. They just try to run off right away. Did you get on stage when I saw you at that brewery? Stage, I told a anyway. joke when oh, you were because right. I was super drunk and I was coming from another show and I was like, "Hold the show! How many times? Joke? joke!" Oh, can you? Can and you it do, was awful. Can you please do it on this show right no. now? No. Oh, <laughs> can you tell us the subject? The joke? I can't remember. It. it was a Valentine's Day joke, and I can't exactly remember. It's something about like how my dad would buy me jewelry um, on Valentine's Day because he would feel bad for me if I was like alone. Aww. Which is that's an awe, but it, just yeah. my dad feeling that way. I was fine. Like I right. choose to be alone. Oh right, right, right. But he so, just yeah, he was putting his own thing on you. Yeah, that's just, weird. Get all She's this so depressed. I get all this jewelry and, and I don't even like jewelry. So it was some joke like that and it just it was terrible. But I had been drinking at the previous show that I had produced. Oh yeah. And I was feeling really good about it and I in the Uber, it was like so funny. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. In my head. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. I think it was also the other part was that <laughs> it was hard to hear in that show. Yeah, because there were so many people. So many people. And it was like um, not really a true stage. So you're kind of down and in front of yeah, people. Yeah, you're just me. on this concrete floor and there's barrels behind you. That's where the, the brewing takes <laughs> yeah. place. Yeah, it was but I would, very informal. By the way, I would love to do a show there because I, I love the energy of that room. We're, so we're doing a show on September. 23rd or 24th? Oh, that's three days before my it's birthday. It's Sunday. And it's a new show that I'm working on. It's a game show. That's all I can tell you. Oh, my goodness. It's a game show, comedy show. Is there open slots? Or do we have to talk um, to somebody? Or how does it work? Uh, you would talk to me. Okay. We'll talk to you after the show. Okay. Adam, <laughs> um, is there anybody you're in, listen, watching in, in town that's on the comedies? Um, I think that like the last show I went to was hosted by Claire Weber. Um, she's fucking amazing. Okay, I'll write her down. Fantastic. Um, like I, uh, I remember I started a little bit before her, and like I remember like years ago we we're just like sitting down talking before a show, and it was just like about you know whatever like totally something else, and then what she did on stage was like completely bananas. Oh, I nice. was like, wow, that was bold. Um, and I think that's like something that I really admire about like certain comedians who are, and like that's something that she really does is she's like very like, she's very authentic. She's very just like, here's this thing that I think is funny and yeah. I'm going to go real into it. And takes it to another level when she goes up there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that um, I'm still working on because I feel like in on the podcast and with friends, I have this kind of thing where I'm, I'm usually the loudest person in the area and, and <laughs> to an annoyance level. And I, I enjoy and I'm very comfortable with doing stuff on stage as well. But I still haven't translated that full, mm-hmm. you know, what my jokes are in the way that I look at life to stage. I mean, I've done a, a talk show type thing, which I really liked. 
And that environment is very well suited for me because I just feel more relaxed and like, okay, we can kind of have this train be going and it can go for a while. But stand up, it's like, you got three minutes, fucking do it. Yeah. Or it's it's done. Yeah. And you feel that right away. Um, speaking of stand up, Dimitri Martin released a new special on Netflix. Back to Netflix again. There it is. Uh, it do y'all like to meet Dimitri? I like him. Right. Yeah. Mm, that was kind of, well, he's okay. He's, he's... I think his drawings are really funny to me. His when drawings, drawings are funny. Yeah. Oh, both of you don't like him. I don't really like him. Okay. That's fine. You can have opinions him. about that. I don't dislike him. I just, yeah, there's yeah. funnier people in the world. Right. But is it about being funnier or is it like just different levels of funny? Because I think mm-hmm. when I think of, when I watch Dimitri, I go, oh, this is relaxing. Mm-hmm. Like I just sit down and kind of de- like this is going to be a thing for a bit. And his new special, by the way, he edited and talked over. So uh, every once in a while he'll come in, like his inner monologue will come in. And he'll be like, should I do that bit with the water where I drink the water? Yeah, let me do that. And I was like, that's smart, Dimitri Martin. Yeah. Okay. I so, think that's, that's like a fun thing for himself. If I was, <laughs> You're so like, like, he shouldn't do that. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, The thing is, like, I just don't, I don't know if I really care about anything Dimitri Martin does. So like wow, this is becoming an um, anti Dimitri Martin podcast. I don't dislike him, but I think that I'm moving to my next topic. Uh, <laughs> I think that if I was to watch like, um, if I was, I wouldn't recommend him. That that's okay. Cool. We get it. You don't like yeah. him. <laughs> I'm I recommend hate him, I, and he's evil. Yeah, and, and he's worked with him before. And you said he was a terrible person. He bit oh, wow. me. He did. <laughs> yeah, in the inner thigh. Yeah, and I thought that was a weird place. It felt. You know, I felt confused for yeah. a bit. Like you but kind it, of liked it, and then you're like, yeah, I shouldn't like this, Dimitri like, Martin. It's biting me in my leg. Mm, yeah. It took me a while. Hey, let's move on to Showtime. Um, Showtime's back because I subscribed to it a long time ago for, long time ago, a little while ago for Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks oh. fan? Uh-huh. The Return? Haven't seen it. <gasps> you have to leave. Okay. Okay. It was just good, good try. <laughs> your first podcast and your last. Everybody listening, don't have her on the show until she watches The Return. It makes sense. It's incredible. Okay. Adam doesn't like Twin Peaks. I haven't seen it. It's okay. You're both gone. <laughs> Coming back real quick, Who is America? Sasha Baron Cohen, which we've talked about Ooh, before. Yeah. It's a really great, weird, you know, uh, prank show, I guess. Yeah. And I redid my Showtime subscription for that. Okay. So again, if we haven't reiterated enough, uh, watch Who is America. He's getting a bunch of people who are in really high up positions and showing them showing us who they really are because like we've yeah. talked about this before if someone says hey put on this fake dick and then um i'm gonna put this fake dick on and you're gonna bite it which happened last episode <laughs> yeah to like defend terrorism or something or to like get away from a terrorist i'm gonna say no <laughs> <laughs> in that way <laughs> i'm not gonna be like oh, yeah. oh yeah i get it. it's for the bit or whatever it's for the thing yeah so it show it kind of puts a uh, mirror up to people. I think you yeah. watch it. No. Okay. He he also it's really good. He also did a thing with like not necessarily like with more like kind of middle America. Um, the one where he was like uh, the guy trying to open a mosque. Oh yeah, totally. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, like they they show their true colors. Yeah, they were like, all right, you're gonna give us, you're gonna like put money into the community. That's where great. was it? Do you remember? I don't remember. It was like a Midwest area. Uh, I think 
And this is nothing it against the Midwest. Like, I'm just saying. Maybe the South. I'm not sure. It was somewhere um, where there was a bunch of angry people that liked guns and didn't like ethnic people. Right. Okay. They were all of like, any ethnicity. Yeah. And they were basically, he poked them by saying, we're going to build a mosque here. And they're like, we don't like black people. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they're like, and oh, he's I like, wasn't asking. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk about true colors. Anyways, I bring it up because of this. This is my plug for everyone to go check out Showtime. I'm not getting paid for it. But I went through, and they have a ton of stuff that's streaming. Like, I went to their comedy section, and I found this movie called Band-Aid, which has Fred Armisen, Zoe Lister-Jones, uh, and Adam Paley, who I love to death. Oh, yeah. And it's it got 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. It looks like a great film. And then Mrs. M- Mrs. McCutchinson, which is this really weird indie film that's supposed to be amazing. And then I found uh, Dean, which is Dimitri Martin, which both of you don't like. <laughs> His movie that he wrote and directed, which means you would hate it, uh, with Robert Klein and Jillian Jacobs from Love. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's supposed to be a really good film. I love her. You might see the movie even if you don't like mm-hmm. that guy. And then there's all these documentaries like Joan Rivers' uh, Piece of Work, which is so good. And, um, uh, oh, I was just going to talk about Joan Rivers for a minute. But, yeah, the, anyways, there's a ton of stuff on that Showtime. Now, how many services do you all subscribe to? Oh, so many. Name them, and I'm guessing Shelly is not many. Mine's Netflix. Netflix. That's it. She's done. (laughs) Yeah. Adam, how many? Uh, I mean, I guess maybe not that many. I have uh, Hulu and Netflix and uh, HBO Go, and then I have uh, probably some other stuff. Was it? Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime. Okay. Don't have Um, Showtime. I don't have Showtime. Uh, Crunchyroll, VRV, any of that stuff? No, I've been considering that, though. VRV is really good. Yeah. It, it, it lumps up Crunchyroll. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you know what that is, it's anime, cartoons, and stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, I've heard that they have some, like, just some other, like, cool, like, oh, yeah. VRV. Is, like, yeah, is... other video content, too. Yeah. Like, weird cooking stuff, so. Yeah. That's a good one to have. Yeah, there's a lot out there. Um, and it is tricky, because we've mentioned it before in the show, but, like, you have all these different platforms to get content from and then you don't have cable anymore so you're supposedly saving money but are you i don't care i can watch anything you can watch what you want to watch yeah yeah that's what it is okay i have one more thing here uh and then we have maybe one other topic and then we're done because this goes fast yeah joan rivers has a documentary called a piece of work kind of going back to comedians and entertaining and trying to put stuff out there um her documentary talks about how she's got these books and she's had them since she started comedy. And they're her calendars, right? And when they're full, she shows, like, she keeps all the old ones, right? So she's, like, going and showing the old ones. This was a good month. She sounds like that. Yes. Yeah. And uh, she's like, and it's just full. And she's like, look, it's 10, 12, 2, 5. You know, like, all day, there's, like, something that do, to do. Whether it be an appearance or a show or whatever. And then she's like, she's like the worst days now are when I open up the book and I got to put my sunglasses on. Because it's so bright. Because there's nothing there. <laughs> um, but her constant, up until she died, literally up until she died, she was trying to book stuff. Yeah. I'm wondering if that will happen to us, whether it be producing stuff or, or entertaining. Like, will we always have that? I feel like uh, my answer is yes. I doubt it. I mean, like, I... Um... You're going to get out the game at some point. No, I, like... My like I did I did stop doing stand up. I stopped doing like any sort of stage stuff, but I didn't stop because like I was like oh, I'm bored with this. It just was like scheduling. Yeah. Um. 
I think it depends. Like certain things take a lot of time to like maintain. Like so if I if I did something like this as a profession, then I don't know. Then I don't I'm not sure there would I would really see an end to it. But uh as a hobby, um like it's not necessarily that I lose interest, it's that I lose like uh maybe part of that skill and then I'm like Oh well, it's maybe because you have switch to use to it. a different hobby. Use it or lose it, right? Kind of, yeah. I mean, like certainly with stand up. Oh you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, but like I, st- I still do other stuff. I, I feel like I'll always kind of like create weird stuff, but I don't necessarily know if I'll like, you know, create anything more than just like. Oh, I made this like weird picture and I put it on my wall. Right. You know. See, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm different in that way. Um I almost that sounds like enticing to me. <laughs> because in the other side is like I have to do this or I won't be complete um mm-hmm. today. And then tomorrow's another day. So I feel the Joan Rivers um syndrome and it's terrible. <laughs> it's not a fun thing to be. I, I'm what do you think, Shelley, when it comes to producing shows and stuff like that? Can you take it or leave it? Could you just, be like, not do it for a year or months? No, and it's not just comedy for me. I, I do a lot of events, um, and I'm I'm currently starting a touring company. Like, I Whoa. need to be organizing things. Yeah. Always. And I think, and I'm transitioning from teaching to doing this instead. Um, oh, so I didn't know that you were yeah, teaching. Yeah, so that's um, I quit this year full time. I'm a substitute now, so I can have more time to focus on these other ventures that I'm trying to take. Who do you teach? Uh, I teach special ed. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good for you. Jeez, Louise. Teachers <laughs> are so important, and it's ridiculous. Like that's not like we've had so many podcasts, and I can't remember too many teachers on them. You know what I mean? And it's um, yeah, we need that. Oh my goodness, I remember my good teachers still. Like, I had two, maybe two or three, right? I had one. Yeah, and you remember them, right? <laughs> I mean, well, I remember my bad teachers, too. That's that true. Because they were evil. a couple of them. <laughs> I remember my Michelle Birmingham teacher. Oh. She gave me a valentine. Ooh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then we and dated then for a while. And then she went to jail. Then she went to jail, but we, dated, right. we still got conjugal Stayed visits. Together. Yeah. Yeah, Stayed together. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, one day, I actually got the guy who did the Swedish Chef, the hand guy. He did the hands for Swedish Chef. I had him come in. <laughs> Into the conjugal visit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was there too. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. So anywho, <laughs> from I just went from teachers to that, and I'm apologizing to all teachers. That was awesome. But yeah, so you're um, you're all in. You you got you to gotta produce stuff. You're producing a pizza crawl right now, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, it's this weekend. It's very exciting. I think this will go up tomorrow so people can still check it out. What's the uh, information for it? Um, so very simple to get tickets. It's pizzacrawl.eventbrite.com. It's also on Facebook. We did it last year. It is um, There's about 15 different pizza places you can go to. That I have a list that I'll send you once you get your tickets, which are only $12. Um, and for twelve dollars, you get two days of discounts at these fifteen different places, Ooh. and they're spread out in different neighborhoods. So the goal is to promote local businesses. They're all local pizza places, um, and you have to get people out and about doing stuff, trying food. I love it. Um, yeah, and then on Sunday the nineteenth, there will be a comedy, a pizza themed comedy show at Batch Two Hundred Six. Nice. At eight o'clock, and that is still there's still tickets for that as well. And here's the thing: I was going to tell you this earlier. Um, when I type in your name to Google, mm-hmm. your event Facebook page just comes up. Oh, good. I, I think that. it was like the first thing, which awesome. is great. You got Grace SEO. 
Yay. I didn't know that because I, yeah, I'm terrible at all that stuff. So. Well, awesome. somehow it Thank worked you. out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you just uh, search for Shelly Bailey, uh, B-A-I-L-E-Y, mm-hmm. and you'll find the Facebook page. You can go to cool, the yeah. thing. Events by Shelly, I think is. Events by Shelly. Yeah. you know, if you search pizza, you're going to come up. I may. Because you're going to be super important as far as pizza goes. Pizza's so good. And I hate saying that because I know that the person <laughs> on the podcast who doesn't eat it or can't. Uh, I'm okay with that. But he's okay I've, with it. I've eaten pizza before. You have. Like, I understand. You remember that it's, that it's yeah, it yeah. Uh, let's move on to the last piece of news. Well, it's not really news. Um, I'm just going to put it by you guys. Oh, I should have got that other cup over there. Well, I don't want to get it now. But I'll use, uh, for the video, I'll use one cup as the example. No, I should get the other cup. Um, in the middle of the podcast. No, okay. Pretend there's two <laughs> cups here. Okay. So I heard this thing called the two-cup method. I literally have a cup right over there. Shelly, do you want to get it? Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. So this I heard on the internet. I want to ask you guys if it's true or not. Yes. I'll actually do or it not. on the show, too. Okay. Uh, I can do it with this little bit of water that's left in here. Because you have to have two class, classes. Thank you so much, Shelly. Uh, and one has to have water in it. So it has a little water, but it's good enough. Right. So the idea is this. Uh, oh, I should do, well, I'm just going to say it, but I'm, not, I'm normally supposed to label them. So what you do, and this is great for audio, <laughs> is you have two cups, and you put one cup, uh, pour water in it, okay? And on that cup, you put the thing that you're currently experiencing that you don't like. So let's just say it's uh, you have a crappy job. You know, you don't like your job. You're in a dead-end job. You don't like it. Or, you know, it's just you feel like it's a time for a change. So you put a label and it says dead-end job, whatever, right? So the water's in that, right? And then this one, you put the label, uh, good job, something I want, really great job, whatever. Okay, so I'm going to do it real quick. Uh, let me, to finish it for the audio, you pour the water from the cup that you're present in into the future cup or that you want, potential desired. Then you drink the water from this cup. And then visualization, et cetera, et cetera, you know, at some point, you're going to get this good job. Now, the reason why... They say is because, and they've done this in Japan, when you visualize and look at water, you can actually change the molecules and the properties of it. It's physically been shown to do the work. This is not like a cockamamie scam or something. It really does it. They've showed it, and I can put the link in the show notes. You can change the molecule structure of the water by looking at it. Um, They did it in Japan where they put out a thing of water, and they put love label on it, and they put one that said hate, and the molecules were different. They were like totally different molecules because every day people would walk by and they'd look at the love one and think love and they look at the hate one and think hate and it would be totally different molecules inside the water. Um, so by doing this, uh, you drink the second glass and then you can get that because you're basically changing the molecules and that's going into your body. So I'm going to say this podcast right now has about, let's say, three, 400 listeners each podcast. Um, and let's go to 1,000. That's not a huge jump. And only only reason, not for, you know, popularity, but just because I want to reach more people and bring them cool stuff. Okay, so this is the old one. I've labeled it uh, three, two, three hundred. Okay, this is a thousand. So poured it in. This is a thousand each episode. I drank it. So now, did you just drink a thousand people, or <laughs> no? That's no? not how. Were you listening? I was, <laughs> but you seemed very intent when I was explaining it. Yes. It just. I think you were thinking it was a crock of shit the whole time. Am I wrong? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. But 
That is, I'm a skeptic. But people sorts. need those crocs of shit in their life to. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, to be able I'm, to look forward. I'm to fine it. with. I'm fine with people like believing that stuff. I guess. So, I thought it was great. I'm not saying it was a crock of shit. Oh no, no. You but 100 need the ones that don't work as well because this yeah. one will work. But right, that one will ones, work. Yeah, this specific one. <laughs> That's guaranteed. Um, if I get a thousand, like in the next, let's say, month or so, which right. would be a then pretty big jump. I'm going to drink a lot of water. You, could, you do the water. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, where can everybody find you on social media, Adam Lang? Uh, uh, or on the internet? I guess, I don't know. What was your Twitter again? We, we gave it out last time, but that, yeah, but that episode got it. crashed. I don't use it. Like I oh, so you don't legit haven't used my Twitter since. If you search Adam Lang on Twitter, you'll find him. Podcast. So how about that? Okay. Um, and then are you gonna do any? We should do some comedy soon. Stand up together. I if I had time, We're gonna, we'll make time. <laughs> I can't because I work <laughs> nights. See, oh, see, here's the difference. Then that is the difference. I I don't care. Like I don't like I would just well like I be on the streets. Would yeah, I would have to change my job, and I like yeah. my job. But you like your job, see? Yeah. See, so that is important. That's the that's the becomes the, the the oomph that right. moves you. It's, it's it is that. easier for me to do a job that I like than do stand up and probably hate myself for like, <laughs> also for like doing you know like three to five minutes or whatever. Right, I would just be doing open mics. Right, right, and yeah, the start like, is a tough. Yeah, racket. like oh, I spent like two hours. And then I managed to do three minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, versus well, working, you know, full shift. We're going to find something that works your schedule. Because <laughs> I want to do something with you. And Shelly, obviously, events by Shelly. Yeah. And what other things? Anything else? Um, that's it. If anyone's going over to Spokane, I just started a brewery tour there. So Whoa, I'm very you really are working that. hard. Yeah. Look at all these tours. <laughs> by the way, if we take all of your tours, I think I'm going to gain more weight. You will. Yeah. It's guaranteed. It's yeah. beer and pizza. Beer, pizza, tacos. And comedy. Them. And comedy. Yeah. yeah. By the way, that, all that sounds great together. <laughs> uh, well, I'm so glad I bumped into you that one night and yeah. that you're on the show. And thank you so much for doing it. And no problem. Being the first podcast. My first Crazy. Oh, never Hopefully do one it was, again. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and so you watch Twin Peaks Return. You're not welcome back here. That's awesome. But you are welcome back here. Thanks. I'm Onawa, O-N-A-W-A on Twitter. Uh, a lot of things pod is our Twitter Every once in a while we use it, uh, mainly just hit me up because I know all the things about the podcast. Uh, I'd do it. And also uh, YouTube.com slash Minilife. It's an old name I can't get rid of because you know how they don't let you change your YouTube name. Mm-hmm. So M-I-N-I-L-I-F-E. It's where this video will go and other videos from the podcast. So check that out. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Whoop. Thank you and for having me. me. Wow, oh, Jinx. So cheesy. Buy someone a Coke. <laughs> uh.